Welcome to Seeing Double Podcast. I am your... Oh, that's right. I had an opening for today. Welcome to Seeing Double Podcast. I am your dumb and... Oh, what's the other word? (laughs) That doesn't help, Suki. I am your dumb and... Well, I can't remember. I'm your co-host, Bradford Barth. Womp womp. I'm your host, Stephanie Krith. (laughs) (laughs) I I heard Stephanie (laughs) Krith. That's it. I lost the S. She's shortened it. The S was too long. You mean I got to write five letters? No, we can shorten this. Well, I mean, people often say crest instead, so I might as well. Be a toothpaste. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or a mouthwash or a toothbrush. I'll be a consumer brand. What you should just do is buy a lot of blue paint and change your name to Stephanie Cree, and then mm-hmm. done. That's true. Then you could just be Cree. I will be a Cree. Yep. A Cretan. They're pretty strong. Yep. <laughs> they are strong. I'm not that strong, though. Don't say that. I don't believe it for an instant. <laughs> they got new revolving doors in my building. Mm-hmm. at work and it takes so much effort to push them open and then it makes me feel real weak every morning <laughs> and every day when i leave are you like at a it takes so much effort. 45 degree angle going oh, I can yeah do it. basically like go in <laughs> shoulder first <laughs> with all my might they're really tall walk and out really with heavy. a sprained ankle <laughs> it's not just me it's everyone but still doesn't make me feel super cool well, then, you know, you said you were going to maybe cosplay something earlier, and I think that if you're gonna, <laughs> if doors are going to be a struggle, you're not going to be very convincing. Yeah. No, are you? No. <laughs> I'm not really going to cosplay that. That's too much work. <laughs> I was just having a good time pretending to be Nebula, because I like speaking like her. It's great. We need an email from somebody telling us what the fruit is that wasn't ripe because I can't remember. Well, Nick will know because that's his favorite movie. Well, and then the email address is cdoublepodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> He's not going to email And us. then we can both enjoy an email. <laughs> that's true. Nick, you should email us that's instead not, of. That's not business related. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which seems to be most of our emails for the tens of thousands of emails we get. Oh, yeah, so many. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we've never taken up that uh, prince from Dubai on his fortune. <laughs> I know. He says he can, you know, make us millions. Mm-hmm. All we have to do is give us, give him our bank account. I know. Seems easy. It's like, yeah, it's super easy. I'm just lazy. I haven't done it yet. <laughs> I got to look up the number. It's a whole thing. Yeah, the routing number. Mm-hmm. See what's involved. <laughs> it's a lot of work it is so how was your week stephanie eh well i thought today was wednesday so that's how my week is going yeah that's not a good week i had an excellent weekend 
Oh on yeah, Sunday, we had a fun weekend. I showed up to a play uh, 20 minutes late. <laughs> a friend there told me that it started late, so I probably didn't miss as much as I thought I did. But, you know, there was uh, a lot of traffic. Yep. And then afterward, I met up with this girl, and I took her out for <clears throat> dinner, I guess, and had a good old time. It was Litter. great. Yeah, she's a, she's a pretty cool girl. I liked her. Cute, funny. <laughs> <laughs> Took her home. I don't uh. think there's a future there, though. <laughs> You're ridiculous. No, Brad, we went out to lunch for Meowther's Day. Yes, we did. Takuma's Corner. Takuma's Corner. Where we listen to what every mom loves. Heavy metal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, we ate burgers and fries, and then we died. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because that's what you do at Kuma's. You eat way too much and then you die. Well, it is a half pound burger. Or wait, no, 10 ounce burger? I don't know. Either way, death. It's big. I ate three fourths of it and then I saved the other fourth and I ate the other fourth for dinner on Monday and that was enough. Nice. And I was still fine. I was full. From I had the dinner. Black Sabbath. What did you have? I just had the Kuma burger. So I that was egg, on egg top. bacon. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. It was like a breakfast burger. Yeah. Mm. Or brunch. Brunch. Mm. Brunch burger. God, I want to eat it again, even if it'll kill me. But we were out for dinner. Yep. It was fun. <laughs> and yeah, we saw MK's play, and that was good, too. Mm-hmm. It was excellent. But it is really hard to watch your friend get beat up on stage and not want to go well, out Well, you didn't have to watch. You more had to listen. There was some beating up before she was dragged off stage, though. Oh, that's true. That's true. And I was not having it. But when she was behind stage, I just envisioned them standing there hitting the wall screen. You know, kind of like in movies when people have fake sex. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going, ah. And then when she came out in her new costume, I'm like, oh, while she was doing all that acting, it was a costume change. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> there is some relief there. But still. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you want to go help your friend. It's true. Then went off to watch Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say about that, because apparently you can't say anything for uh, a trillion years without it being spoilery. I'll just say I enjoyed it. Everyone else didn't, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I've enjoyed watching all the things of people being asked how they liked the final episode, even though they can't say anything about it. Uh-huh. And, and everybody assuming that they're thinking it's they're disappointed. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Who knows? I'm just Team Sansa now. How long is this next episode supposed to be? Probably an hour and a half, like the other one. And then I've heard some conflicting information. I've heard that HBO offered the Game of Thrones people more episodes, and they said we don't need that many. We can, we'll do it in this. And then I've heard the opposite, where HBO only offered them the six episodes they're getting, and... And they they wanted more, so now I don't know which is fact and which is fiction. Who knows? It's going to be an hour and 20 minutes. That seems short, but all right. That's about what they've been for the past. Yeah. I mean, they could have done seven episodes and made them all an hour. This is true. Because <laughs> the last one was over an they hour. The one before have, that was over an hour. They pay people per episode, I think, which is why they did that. Ah, uh, yes. I did read that Lena, Lena Heedy uh, got paid a million dollars to stand on a balcony and uh-huh. turn her head back and forth and then walk yeah. down some stairs. Clean. 
Yeah. She got to pay the queen. I'm proud of her. Make that money, girl. <laughs> In case everyone wants to know, Cersei is my favorite character. Uh-huh. She loves it when she gets all belligerent. Uh-huh. I loved it when she blew up the sept. It was amazing. And killed all the characters I didn't like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And what did that get her sorry, in the end? Sorry, not sorry. They got her possibly killed. No, it's fine. She's, uh... Well, I will say, I'm glad that I didn't have to watch her get killed. Some people aren't happy about that, but I'm really happy about it, so <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I can't wait for her to wake up at the end of the next episode with her three unborn, or with her three elephant babies. Elephant baby? She wanted the elephants. She oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. She's going to have a Dumbo? Yep. It's going to be hard to pass I mean, the ears, pregnant, right? she's pregnant, so, you know. <laughs> to pass a Dumbo? Yeah. <laughs> It'll fly out? Uh-huh. I see. And then she will become queen again, obviously. Obviously, that's how it's gonna. That's the finale. Mark but this my time she'll be so much thinner. <laughs> thinner. Oh, <laughs> we do not. There are no jokes about Cersei allowed in this house. <laughs> uh, you look at that beautiful picture of her that Dawn made, and you feel bad about it. I liked her more when she had that hairstyle. Well, yeah, maybe with she with the didn't lion want, coming out the back. Maybe she didn't want to grow her hair out again. I think it's a short passage of time from when they no, forcefully cut her hair. No, I don't think so. I think it's been like years. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. It takes like a gazillion years to travel from Winterfell to King's Landing. How would you know that? Because I read the books and they talk oh, about okay. how long it takes. Also, like in some of them, Wait, it's then, so. Why would it have been a? God, I can't talk about it because we'll talk about this <laughs> afterward because it's all spoilers. Okay. Remind me when we're done okay. that, that we're going to have a conversation about just, some, some dialogue in the show. Okay. I'm just saying there's like there are parts in the book where people are traveling for quite some time. And at some point we will cover an episode of Game of Thrones. Why? Because there is a double aspect in one of them. Which one? Uh, when she, a girl has no name, gets some oh. vengeance. All right. I, I take it Cersei's not in that episode. I don't know if she is. I don't care about anything that's not Cersei. <laughs> Cersei I'm or sure Sansa she's in the centric. episode. I mean, Cersei, Sansa, those are my Sansa's two main in the priorities. episode for sure. Okay, because I think that's around the time when she's at the. Uh, oh, what was the castle with the, with the hole in the middle of the room, oh, the God. high something or whatever? Fuck. Cloud um, Cloud City. Cloud City. <laughs> no, where you mm, fall down sh- the trash. Let the record show that Stephanie, in addition to shushing me, did the hand closed gesture. Like, just like, uh-huh. I, and I did hand that, closed. I, I did that to someone on Saturday. Yeah. So I think it's just my signature move now <laughs> when I need someone to be quiet and listen to me. You need to. You need to oh. Yep. I talk now. You be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I take your words and do my little hand puppet. <laughs> And lock it tight. Uh-huh. I can't think of it. It didn't help me. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It is Cloud City. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> There's a guy there uh, who used to 
own a horse called Millennium Falcon, but his friend Solo won it off of him. The Eerie. There you go. (laughs) How could I forget that? That's the name of a lake. Lysa Aaron with her crazy aunt, Lysa. Well, we're talking about Battlestar tonight, today, this morning, whenever you're listening to it at lunch, on your walk, whatever, commute. During intimate moments? <laughs> I mean... I don't know why you would do that, but if hey, pre- If we're present there, I feel honored, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> I'm the boom guy. You're doing it real... You're doing cameras. You're doing so well. Good job. <laughs> uh, maybe go up a little bit. <laughs> you're missing a very important spot there, boy. <laughs> I just assume. Rah, rah. I just assume if you're a man, you're missing the important part. Well, <laughs> and I'm out of here. <laughs> just some uh, lessons. Yep. I felt like Californication, season one, episode one. That's all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> so this is episode eleven of season one of Battlestar Galactica, mm-hmm. called Colonial Day. Can't you wait for episode 11 of season 8 of Game of Thrones? Oh, that's right. There won't be one. (laughs) Cool joke. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) What's it called? I'm sorry. Colonial Day. Okay. Didn't we have a Colonial Day already earlier? No. Or has this been all prep up to this point when they're all looking forward to Colonial Day? This is... I I don't know. Okay. They had a different day. Which was the miniseries, I think they had a holiday of some sort. Yeah. But I don't think it was Colonial Day. I don't remember. Anyway, they are, Colonial Day is taking place on Cloud Nine. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which which is. Where everybody's happy? uh, (laughs) Yes, a luxury ship. That is hosting something called the Interim Quorum of Twelve, which happens to coincide with Colonial Day. Mm-hmm. And this is the 52nd anniversary of the signing of the Articles of Colonization. May the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. Got some real Hunger Game vibes. Uh, while we are listening to some journalists snipe at each other about the uh, the quorum and Rosalind and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. There's some guy preparing quite a bit of guns in a suitcase. Quite a bit of gun. Oh, was it just one gun? Yeah, he was cleaning it and oh, okay. assembling. I it was and... only like I was like watching, and then I saw like thing. There yeah. was a lot of pieces, so I couldn't tell if it was one or multiple guns. It was a single, single firearm. Hawkeye. No, it wasn't Hawkeye. It was a single <laughs> firearm. <laughs> What? <laughs> no comment. Oh, okay. So. You're fine. Uh, it like felt like someone tapped me on top of the head. It was the ghost. <laughs> Probably. It was the ghost. Ghost, I'm busy. Yeah, she is. It's maybe it's the ghost of ghost who was left behind by John. Oh. Because he wouldn't pet him. They wouldn't let them. It cost they too wouldn't. much money. Yeah, but they let us watch friggin' Daenerys and John fly around on their dragons for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like a damn Disney movie that no one cares about. I got to see the behind the scenes of that when they were on 
what were they on? They were on uh, Stephen Colbert, whatever mm-hmm. his one is, whatever late show he is, and they had behind the scenes reel of her filming dragon flying. Mm-hmm. It's just her on a. It's very silly. A green thing. Yeah. <laughs> with a fan in her face. <laughs> Wee. And she said it was kind of chilly <laughs> because they were blowing cold That's air. That's why she's her. got that big coat on. Yep. That's probably why they made it chilly. Because she's wearing that, you know, right. it would be wearing all warm. that upholstery. And the wig on top of it. It's heavy. Yeah, I'm sure it is. It's toasty in there. Trust us. We are cosplayers. Mm-hmm. So, Zarek, Tom mm-hmm. Zarek, yep. has been named as one of the members of the quorum. And if you don't remember him, for one, he played the original Apollo and the original Bassar series. Mm-hmm. And he is the one that incited the prison riot on the prison ship. Right. And then he like. And he's a terrorist he's that a we terrorist. learned earlier. He yep. blew up a building. So everyone's pretty upset about the fact that's why he was in prison because he was a terrorist. And then, yep. 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 Um, Adama's like, we cannot allow a terrorist to serve on a government. But Rosalind says her hands are tied. She can't really do anything about it. So they just got to let Zarek do it. Okay. Um, Starbuck comes to tell Gaius that their shuttle leaves for cloud nine in the morning. And head six is in the mirror reflection. And she's like, our shuttle? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She jealous much? Yeah, right? I would be. Katie Sackoff is... Very attractive. She's a cutie. That's her real name, right? Yep. Good job. Wow. I'm learning things on this here podcast. (laughs) Starbucks says she's going to be handling Gaius' security because he has been selected as Caprica's delegate for the quorum. Gaius is not looking forward to this because he says politics is the only thing more boring than blood samples. And he also stated he had 60 years of work to do and he had no time for this. Mm Mm-hmm. But Head Six reminds him all about the parties with young women, and he changes his mind a little bit. Mm. Parties with young women for pow- for men of power. Yes, and he's a quite popular man at the moment. Mm-hmm. On Cloud Nine, Starbuck and Apollo are enjoying the fake sun. Of course they are. It's Cloud Nine. Come on. Mm-hmm. They're being kind of cute. They're like laying in the, gra- in the grass, air quote. It's probably real grass. I don't, who knows? Got a dome and stuff. Oh, maybe. And fake sun. It's probably real. It's real flowers. Yeah, I guess there's there, a, there's there was a, a gardener. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then they, they're just talking about their security plans. Mm-hmm. And then Starbuck picks up a hose and starts squirting Apollo with it. And they kind of play fight. And it's adorable. Yeah. It's precious. It's such a waste of water when you're on rations. I'm just saying. That's, <laughs> that is a good point. <laughs> Hey Although, guys, remember when the water tank exploded like five episodes ago? Well, they did fill it up. They were on that ice, so they're probably not so much so anymore. But but good point. Hey guys, Thank maybe <laughs> maybe don't. <laughs> maybe don't squirt each other with a hose. <laughs> it's cute, but maybe don't. <laughs> you never I know didn't... when you're going to come across another <laughs> ice planet. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. That's funny. <laughs> I just watched this an hour ago, so I'm still processing it. Yeah, hey, so I'm here you for know. all the technical stuff, just for your pleasure. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Zarek arrives on the planet, and some Drax. Some Drax. Uh huh. Drax. Okay. Drax tries to go after him, <laughs> but he's invisible. So yes, 
they never knew. <laughs> they never saw him coming. <laughs> He's definitely not eating a Zagnut or whatever it was. Zargnut. Zargnut. See, that I remember because I've seen Infinity War 5,000 <laughs> times. I don't remember the fruit in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nothing can get over his head. His reflexes are too fast. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, some guy tries to go after Zarek, but then another security guard kind of roughs him up. And then Apollo's like, hey, we don't need to rough people up. And then so Apollo roughs him up. <laughs> it's a whole roughing up trend. Verbally. Verbally. Yeah, it was a verbal But roughing. he's still a little bit of like, oh. yeah, you know, he was fixing his uh, coat. His lapels. Because his lapels were a little off. You, uh, know, you know how you do that? You, you grab uh-huh. them, you pull them forward, and then you yep. bat them down like a, like a good bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the bro threaten. Sure. The bro threat. Zarek goes down the line to greet people as he goes into the quorum, and he stops at Colonel Ty. And flirts a little bit with his wife, Ellen, who flirts back. Of course. Because that's how she do. He gets to Rosalyn, and he's kind of like, are you going to shake my hand? And she sticks her hand out, and she's like, let's find out. He sticks his hand out. Oh, he sticks his hand out. She goes, the only way to find out is if you try. Yeah. So he puts his hand out, and she takes it. She does. She shakes his hand. And and then she gives him the old French kiss. You know, cheek, cheek. I'm not talking like full on, you know, Woof. tongue and mouth. Adama <laughs> would be very jealous. She saves that for Adama. Yeah, that's Adama's. Come on. Adamos? Adamos. <laughs> <laughs> Odama. Oda- Adamo. Who knows what his name is? Adama. <laughs> she calls him Bill. Bill. <laughs> Bill. So good. Okay, I'm getting You're my cat. I'm getting so off track. You are. (laughs) Now we're in True Blood. Now we're in True Blood. (laughs) Which I got a new shirt for that because Grace and I are going to do True Blood at Dragon Con. Nice. We're going to wear Merlot's Wait, Grace is going to be at uh, Dragon Con this year? Mm Mm-hmm. Yay. Yes. That'll be fun. It will be fun. If I ever run into you guys. Why would you not run into us? (laughs) Well, it might be rude. Shouldn't run when the f- hotel's full of that many people. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I may saunter over. Okay. <laughs> yes, please saunter over. Slip through the crowd Slip over to us. Slither. <laughs> yeah. Slink. Slink. I like that one. That's a good word. Uh-huh. Mosey. I could mosey. Mm-hmm. Maneuver. Yeah, that sounds a little risque. (laughs) (laughs) Maneuvering through a crowd requires me to give high fives to every guy wearing a high five counter. (laughs) (laughs) And all the Deadpools. (laughs) And all the Deadpools. So that we don't get swept up in the Deadpool train. I didn't mind the Deadpool train my first year. (laughs) I got shot in the mouth with liquor. Yeah, you did. I got swept away by the Deadpool. It was scary. Help me. <laughs> anyway. At the quorum, Gaius is not paying attention, so Head Six pops into his ear mm-hmm. to tell him that the journalist... How many nanobots do you think that took? ...has been trying to flirt with him. <laughs> and she says she doesn't mind if he sleeps with other people because it's just physical and she has his heart. 
mm-hmm. and she can rip it out anytime she wants. Right. Well, she also said she was flirting with him because she's not wearing any underpants. Yes, undergarments. Mm-hmm. And then she did the leg cross she thing the whole, from uh, the old leg maneuver. Yeah, there you go. Just to prove it. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice anything different. Well, we weren't at that angle, really. Maybe oh. Gaius was. Gotcha. Okay. We were a little above the skirt line. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zarek at the okay, so they're going through their business, blah blah blah, rations, etc. Which Starbuck and Apollo were just out there wasting while they're going over all of it. Yep, yep. Um, and Zarek stands up and he's like, "Okay, we're talking about all this stuff, but what we really need to do is nominate a vice president, and he wants to put it on the agenda." Hmm. Uh, Seems like a good thing. I mean, he makes some good right, bullet points like, for why it's necessary. If Rosalind dies, then like, what's going to happen to the whole administration? And well, he like, wants to protect it from becoming a, a military, military state. Then. Yeah, exactly. So he says, let's do that. And head six yells at Gaius and tells him to do it. And he's like, what? Huh? Oh, second, yeah, yeah sure, the second I the motion. It. And he and they're like, OK, why? And he's like, because reasons <laughs> that I <laughs> do not have right now. But I will. <laughs> um, Just give me a moment. <laughs> Put a microphone in my face. <laughs> I mean, I tell you now, but I had to lean over to this microphone, <laughs> and that's really too much work. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh But eventually, everyone eyes the motion. Mm-hmm. So now the floor is open for nominations. Was it because it was on nice paper? Did this paper have all four corners while they were eyeing it? You know. So. <laughs> <laughs> They all approved the motion. Oh, okay. <laughs> she Sorry. said, let's hear the eyes. You Apparently, know? I'm in a dis- the, the deepest, darkest dad joke rhythm right now. <laughs> <laughs> the running one was funny <laughs> and bad. Yeah. It's okay. Earlier today, I told Nick that, you know, I couldn't believe something was coming up next weekend. And he said, uh, May is just flying by. And I said, well, that's because she's in a Quinjet. <laughs> Bravo. He did not appreciate that joke. I did though. Thank you. You deserve that. <laughs> you deserve that. Thank you. Thank you. So now the floor is open for nominations and they nominate Brad. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will take this uh nomination with the humblest of hearts. Uh-huh. And the most seriousness of uh something. Intention. Yeah. But they also nominate Zarek, so you've got your work cut out for you. Yeah. I think he's a little more popular than me. Yeah. Cause you know, he wanted to help that one ship get his repairs. Well yeah. while Roz didn't do anything. Oh Roz, what you doing? Not fixing ships. Yeah. So Rosalind knows they need their own candidate to beat Zarek, and she asks her buddy, and he agrees to throw his hat in the ring for her. Mm-hmm. I'll refrain. All right. You're going to pull out of the race? No, I was going to refrain from making a throwing a hat in the ring joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I 
two points for Gryffindor. You did it anyway. I did. <laughs> you still derailed me. I couldn't resist it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were you going to say? Let's just. I did. I said two points for Gryffindor. <laughs> Threw his hand in the ring. <laughs> that goes in dad joke. I'm Slytherin, and, thank you. And nerdism. <laughs> it goes all the way around. I don't want Gryffindor to have points. Well, I'm sorry. Are you Gryffindor? You can't rewrite the books. <laughs> I was the first time I took the test, but then I think I was relegated to Hufflepuff the second time. Mm. I mean, being Hufflepuff, not too bad. You can be near the kitchens. Mm-hmm. And no one really bothers you. Yep. You just hang out and eat food and hang out with the elves. Sure. I'm going to hang out in my dungeon with my squid. You do that. Don't let it get all handsy with you. There's a window. It's fine. (laughs) This blocks us from the squid. I got (laughs) you. I'm getting so many text messages right now. Uh I don't know what's happening. Things. So many things. So they're at the bar. Lee and Starbuck are at the bar. Right. And they're just kind of listening to the news people blabber on about the quorum and listen to Zarek talk about his policies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Lee decides to turn it off because, you know, he's Team Rosalind, so he doesn't want to listen to some guy be anti-Rosalind. I see. But some guy, the same guy that he lapel smoothed earlier, right. tries to pick a fight with him again. Right, the coach from Glee. Is that who that is? Yep. There you go. I meant to look up who Rosalind's friend was. He looked really familiar. I think he was from X-Files. Um, and he's just like, hey, we all wanted to listen to that. Didn't you want to listen to that? I wanted to listen to that. Blah, blah, blah. And then they start fighting. Exact recreation of the scene. <laughs> you guys just witnessed it. He actually ended with blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. So he starts fighting. Starbuck joins in to help. Some briefcase gets knocked over. And a gun comes out. And also the first time it had a silencer on. And then when it was picked up, it did not have a silencer on. Just, just um, a note. Then it has a silencer on again later. Yeah. Just, just a fun fact. Yes. That I noticed. It's hard. Props. They're difficult. Props are hard, yeah. They probably filmed the middle part before the other two parts. Mm-hmm. And at that point, somebody decided to be cool with a silencer considering the situation that we're trying to make you believe. And then they forgot they had to go back and refilm. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. That's the magic of TV and movie making. Like when people's hair is like behind, put behind your, your ear, ear and then, then not behind their hair. Ear, and then behind your ear again. <laughs> yep. Or your glass is half empty, full, yeah. half empty. Mm-hmm. Fun conti- continuity. Continuity is the best. Uh, it's so hard, man. This that's guy- why you should just film from beginning to end. <laughs> is that how, that's how it works? No. No, not at all. Or like in Orphan Black when... When Tatiana is sick, then all of the clones have a cold at the same time. It's genetics. <laughs> you can hear it in their voice. It's genetics, Stephanie. <laughs> Speaking of Tatiana, she's going to be here next Tuesday. But we record on Thursdays. That's true. So we're recording next Tuesday? Oh, you mean the podcast? <laughs> I wish. It could have been. I'll try to work my magic this time since I've already met her. Maybe I'll be able to be cooler go. this time. Say, hey, if I get are you going to be her. in Chicago for two more days? Come what are we doing her. next? Orphan Black. <laughs> Perfect. 
It's like it was made for uh-huh. her to be here. Yeah. Come on, Tat. Should come meet Suki. Come on over. Yeah. Look at all the clothes that you wore that I now own. <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> you legit wore this. This is from the show. I bought it. I, this, this was on your body. I thought it was going to come unclean, but the bastards cleaned it. <laughs> that would be weirder. <laughs> anyway, she's promoting her movie, uh, Pink Wall, which uh, is directed by her boyfriend, Tom Cullen. And they're like showing the movie and then they're doing a Q&A afterwards. So. Very nice. Cool. You should come if you can. I'll, I have to. Yeah, I got to figure that out. Yeah. Kelsey's going with me. Uh-huh. So. I have to see, because 7.15 from Elk Grove Village, I forgot to, t- I was going to check the traffic again before oh, I left, yeah. and I forgot to do it. You can do it. I could probably do it. Just, just got to tell everybody, hey, I'm not staying late tonight. Yeah, just make sure you leave on time. Anyway, Starbuck. Okay, so the gun pops out. This shifty guy that we've seen a few times throughout the episode grabs it. Mm-hmm. And Starbucks sees it, and so she runs after him. Well, she limps after him because her knee's still fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lee's fighting with the big guy. And you then... ever wonder what it would look like if two old people with canes were in a race? <laughs> <laughs> this is what it would be. But this was my favorite part: is when she runs by Lee, she tosses him a beer bottle, or she yep, like kind of kicks it, kicks it over to him so he can take the beer bottle and hit the other guy over the head with it, uh-huh. while she tackles the briefcase man. Yeah, I think she actually uses her cane to hook his foot and trip him. Oh, she had a cane? I didn't even notice the cane. I just saw her limping. It's a, she had a cane. I didn't notice the cane. Yeah, she was I'm using trying it to as type and watch at the same time. Oh, yeah, There's a lot a, going on. She had a cane. Okay, good. It wasn't a good cane. You know, it wasn't the, uh, I don't remember what it's called, the one that stands on its own. It was like one that you'd have to actually put down. Mm. <laughs> was it like a Rachel cane? No, it was metal. Mm-hmm. It was more modern looking. Boo. Rachel's cane is the best cane. Anyway, they catch the gun guy mm-hmm. and they interrogate him, but he won't give them anything, any information, and they won't say anything about that that will link him to Tom Zarek because everyone assumes that Tom Zarek is trying to assassinate Rosalind so he can take over the presidency. Right. That's basically the Get gist. elected VP, get Rosalind assassinated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're president. Right, exactly. Seems like a plan. Yep. Can I mention one thing I re- re- noticed whilst in- we were in the bar? Yep. We were there too? Well, yeah. Because cool. we were on this side of the viewing glass. <laughs> so, <laughs> they had all the liquor on the shelves. Uh-huh. You know, craftily turned in such a fashion that you couldn't read labels. Definitely a Tangeray tonic bottle there. Yeah. Or not tonic, sorry, Tangeray gin bottle. Yeah. Yeah. No, that one, no, no, no misunderstanding. Uh-huh. That, bottle. that was Tanger. There are some very recognizable bottles in yes. the world. All right, next. So they're kind of tallying up recent votes from the news. Uh, her dude's losing, or not losing, but like Zarek's catching up to the votes. Mm-hmm. Or not, actually, they were at the quorum still and they were tallying things like, what's the most recent count? It was like six to. Or it was like seven to four. Now it's six to five. Uh-huh. So they're like, oh, he's catching up because he keeps promising countries or not countries, colonies, yeah. various things. Keeps promising colonies, countries. When we find Earth, <laughs> you'll get Russia. 
You'll get Africa. <laughs> right. Uh, meanwhile, Ellen is at the bar. Africa's a continent. I don't want people to think I'm dumb. Okay. You're fine. We got it. <laughs> South Africa. There you Fixed go. it. There you go. <laughs> Brad, he said Africa was a co- country. It's a continent. It'll so be I'm our first email. email. <laughs> first email we get. <laughs> Ellen is at the bar, of course. Of course. And Zara comes over to her to make her some sort of green drink. He wants to know where his gun guy is. She kind of just looks at him knowingly. I don't know. They have some meaningful glances. Yeah. Without saying much. Sure. And some flirty convos. Mm hmm. But you, unfor- think, you think she's been in his pocket the whole time? No, because then she would have been on the prison ship. Maybe she knew him from before? I think she knows him in some way. Or Old college ex? Yeah, something like that. Or maybe she just is a, is a climber and she sees the opportunity that he offers. I see. Okay. Maybe it's a new thing. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, unfortunately, gun guy has been has been committed suicide. He it looks he like he has been committed suicide. It looks like he committed suicide. This is the formation <laughs> of the most epic of sentences. Sentences. <laughs> he has been committed suicide. Just wrap your head around that one. <laughs> Get all the way around it. Yeah, he has been committed suicide. Yep. Good. So I am good. I am good at English and grammar. <laughs> So much so that it is my career. <laughs> For the written word. <laughs> yeah, not the, I never said I was a spoken word grammarist. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Yes. So, he looks like he slit his wrist. Gross. With glass in the, or something. I don't remember what Starbucks said. Anyway. Gaius is doing some interviews with the press, and he's talking to both Head Six and the interviewer at the same time, which mm-hmm. is kind of funny, because right. he's like, what? What did you say? Who are you talking to? He's like, oh, nothing. And then right back Gaius into his- Gaius seems pretty popular. He is quite popular. He's drawing a crowd. He's just talking all about stuff, and he's defending Rosalind also, mm-hmm. all, the, all the meanwhile. And Rosalind's listening from Colonial One. She kind of notices that, oh, like- He's kind of a good speaker. He's very articulate. Mm -hmm. And he's on her side. And people like him. People like him. So she she makes a decision, a last ditch effort for this craziness. Mm -hmm. She tells her buddy that he's got to pull out of the vice president race. And he's mad. I mean, he's like, he seemed disappointed, but then he also like got a dig at her. Like, he's like, I didn't think you were. Like the others with the politics uh, or whatever, yes, okay. he said kind of something kind of kind of mean to her. Yep, yep, yeah, it's true. Yeah, he did say. So I uh, think he was yeah. a little salty. Yeah. Well, it's better than he doesn't want to be in that situation. No, it's bad. So then she seeks out Gaius and finds him in the bathroom. He comes out of a stall looking a little dishe- disheveled. <laughs> it was a really tough number two. <laughs> I knew you were going to make a joke like that. <laughs> Hundred percent expected it. <laughs> Is it in the notes? Brad will make a no, number two but joke. As soon as I said he came out of the stall disheveled, I was like, Brad's about to make a poop joke. Who does number two work for? 
<laughs> you tell that turd who's boss, buddy. Aww, I love Austin Powers. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> she asks him to uh-huh. be vice president, or at least to run to run for the nomination. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh my gosh, all right." Yeah, what sure. about your friend? And she's like, uh, "He's medical reasons had to pull out." Medical reasons. Mm-hmm. He has an addiction to some <laughs> opioids. <laughs> Kamala extract. <laughs> He's deep in. He sees snakes everywhere. Oh, man. So, <laughs> well, Rosin leaves, and then the journalist comes out of the stall right after him, and is like, wow, that's so amazing. And he says, now I'm going to give you an exclusive, and then they go right back into the bathroom stall. Isn't that nice? So romantic. Isn't it? Oh, goodness gracious. Do the stalls have, like, maybe there was a changing table in there? Yeah, maybe it was bigger than it looked. (laughs) So the vote happens, finally, and it's a tie. Which means? Rosalind gets to decide, and she chooses Gaius, of course, as her vice president. Mm Mm-hmm. Head Six is very happy for him at the after party, but then he basically tells her he's going to go hang out with his ladies, and he leaves her. Well, I mean. He can't really leave her because she's yeah, in his Yeah, he's going to ignore the nanobot impulses <laughs> that are trying to make her relevant to him, and that's all, you know? No. I'm sure there's a body, like he makes a hormone that blocks the, uh, the receivers of the <laughs> nanobot, uh, you know, functions. And then it's like he's walking away from her. Uh-huh. Sure. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It's, it's got to be something. You know, it's got to be a, like a chemical situation. Or from... because she's all in his mind. Well, there... So he can just ign- She's all over his body. She's happen. nanobots. I'm sure she's in the bloodstream. She's a she hallucination. Might be, she might be hanging out on some cells, you know, latched in. Or she's just a hallucination, so he can just choose to ignore his hallucination for a while. <laughs> if she was nanobot, she could overpower his thoughts and be there. It depends. <laughs> <laughs> this is your favorite debate, isn't it? I love it. So Starbuck is at the bar, and she's in a beautiful blue dress. The first time we've ever seen her dressed up, I think, on the show. Mm-hmm. And Apollo is shook. Mm-hmm. He's just like, oh my gosh. And the background starts. It was more like, it was more like, because it was jazz music playing. Oh. <laughs> that's scary jazz. That's like doing that. Flight of the Bumblebee. Uh-huh. And he asks Starbuck to dance. Oh. Zarek, uh, well, Rosalind and Zarek have a little conversation, and he reminds her that there is an election in six months, so she better watch out, and that he didn't kill his gun guy, but he wonders who did. <laughs> Let the conspiracy theories roll. I have a theory. It's pretty obvious, though, by the end of this episode. Um, we see a lot of different people dancing. It's very cute. Boomer and Gator are dancing. Mm-hmm. D and Billy are dancing. Mm-hmm. Ty he still and, has no game. 
yeah, Ty and Ellen are dancing, Starbuck Apollo, are, and, but then, and they're kind of laughing with Callie, and then we see Starbuck and Gaius dancing rather romantically. Oh, well, you know. Just saying. She's just being nice. I don't know. Um, and then the best part, Adama comes over to Roslyn, and they have a cute little talk about politics, and then he asks her to dance. Oh, and then they dance. Mom and Dad and it's dance. so cute. Uh huh. That's awesome. It's so adorable. Hard eyes. And then while Ellen and Ty are dancing, she tells him that she scored them a stay, a one night stay on the Rising Star, and that she's gonna there have to find a or convince Sitter. Adama to let her. Oh, okay. To let <laughs> to let him like have a day off, <laughs> and talk to some people about his future and he's like what are you talking about and then i'm a military man <laughs> through and through yeah and she's like nothing nothing later and then she spots zarek across the room mm-hmm. and gives him another very meaningful wink look Pa-ching. yeah she didn't wink so hmm i think she killed that guy she undressed him with her eyes i think she killed that guy this is your theory uh-huh okay to score her a Day on the rising star. Oh. But that's not all. Because <laughs> we've got another planet with stuff going on. <laughs> and I actually, I didn't start it with them this time because they were actually more important this time. Yay. Congrats, Hilo and Sharon, for being more important this time. You've done it. <laughs> you have exceeded your ex- Your, your two-minute story was more important. <laughs> Than the whole episode. Than all of the casual dancing and politics. So, on Cylon Occupied Caprica, Hilo is kind of. Bless God you, bless Suki. you, Suki. Hilo is wondering if the Cylons are cloning humans mm-hmm. because he saw that woman twice. Right. And she's like, haha, yeah, maybe, haha, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Another accurate portrayal of the acting that occurred. <laughs> In that exact moment. And she's like, well, you know, even if they did, maybe they're like humans and they also love and stuff. And he's like, no way. They're just fracking Cylons and they murder people. I think he said toasters. Sorry. They're fracking toasters. Yeah, there you go. They just murder people. Yep. And she looks a little sad about it. She should. Because she's a fracking toaster. Yeah. Sorry, that's derogatory. That's literally. She's a toaster and. He fracked her. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. With a glowy spine. I haven't seen any glowy spines in a while, but we haven't seen anyone have sex in a while. So. That's true. So. And I bet the nanobot one doesn't have to worry about letting all that heat off because it's, you know. It's <laughs> because just a, it's just his it's hand? Just a, yeah, it's just a subroutine. <laughs> it's just his hand. It's just his hand, yeah. He thinks he's holding her waist. Mm-hmm. Wrong. <laughs> How disappointing. <laughs> Who holds their waist persons like this anyway? <laughs> <laughs> With a cupped hand. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Hilo and Sharon are running toward a building of some sort. I can't remember what building. I can't remember what they were going to do. They were going to. They're going to the city or something. No, they're going to that base. Oh, um, yeah. What's the name of it? It's in Greek mythology. I can't shite. remember. The name I don't of remember. It. That wasn't the name of it. I don't remember that. From <laughs> the shite base. Yeah, no, no, that doesn't sound right at all. <laughs> a Lugathon? No, no. <laughs> can't remember. Athena base. No, nope. that's something else. Suki. Yeah. 
<laughs> but they they go the into Sookie that base. they go into that base to get a ship. Yes, and then they see the Cylon Heavy Raider land, mm-hmm. and they decide to keep running and sneak around the building. And they climb up uh, above, and then they see six come out of the building, mm-hmm. followed by another six. Uh-huh. And Hilo's like, "Ooh, shh, be quiet. There, they can see us, maybe. If they look up, if they look up, they'll see us. It's nighttime." Again, but it's filmed during the day. <laughs> yeah, it's very obvious. <laughs> it's the glow of radiation in the uh, night sky. Are you annoyed that I pointed that out now and you can't unsee yeah, it? I can't unsee it. <laughs> so, but then the sixes start to walk away. But then, Elo sees another person. It's Sharon. <gasps> And Sharon sees Hilo standing on top of that building, and she grabs her gun to shoot him. But then Hilo Sharon shoots her first and kills her. Uh-huh. And he's just like, oh, frack no. And then he starts running. And Sharon's like, no, come back. Yeah. That's it. The end. Okay. Sorry, it was anticlimactic. <laughs> but that's what happened. Sharon shot Sharon. Sharon shot Sharon. And she looked emotionally distraught at Hilo running away from her. Yes, she was very upset about that. And Hilo looked emotionally distraught. To f- oh, he was also having like a montage of flashes of their time. Uh-huh. Of, of the two minutes of every episode <laughs> we spent <laughs> with them thus far. <laughs> so, okay, you know, yeah, we yeah, saw yeah. all of it again. Mm-hmm. Of them sleeping together and then her being like, I don't get tired and like, I'm fine, you should rest. And like, mm-hmm. you know, all adrenaline. of the signs of... It was of- adrenaline, Stephanie. It was right, adrenaline. Sorry. All of the signs, he like put all the pieces together of, oh yeah, she's been a Cylon this whole time. Like in that Well, if moment. he couldn't put the pieces together after seeing another one of her, I'm just going to say. I would have been like, hmm, hey man. Oh, I didn't know you had a twin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, precious idiot. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. The end. Do you have any. Uh... Hilo knows that she's a Cylon. Before taking your nap, did you gleam any fun facts? I did get all the fun facts. Oh, okay. It was an accidental nap. <laughs> it wasn't, I'm going to spoon Sookie while I wait for Brad to get here. And then it wasn't, oh, I'm asleep now. <laughs> Why is the alarm going off? <laughs> oh, that's Brad calling. To be lit in the building. But yes, I have lots of fun facts. Uh, in the struggle on the floor of the bar, a beer bottle with the label Herul- <laughs> Heralu. H-A-W-R-Y-L-I-W. Yeah. Is used, to, is used by Lee to defend himself. Ken Haralu is the property master for the production. Oh, cool. Fun fact. Was the label square or round? I don't remember. Neither do I. Wouldn't it be funny if I it had cut corners? I didn't even notice the label. It would be very funny if it did. Uh, the Colonial Gang radio show is a direct take from the CNN political talk show Capital Gang. Okay. When Starbuck and Apollo are questioning the man, he says, or he says he has it was a gun hidden in the false bottom in a false bottomed briefcase. Apollo slams the briefcase on the table and shouts, "False bottom with, I can't even I can't pronounce any of these fucking words, <laughs> an anechoic coating to absorb X-rays. The term anechoic means to absorb or deaden sound. It would have no effect on X-rays." Look, I, they, they they write scripts for TV. I mean, you can't expect them to all to be scientists. It's true. 
I mean, you uh, could, but it's unreasonable. Yeah. It's been 10 days since the events of the last episode. Okay. Despite being isolated aboard Astral Queen, Zarek has managed to use his time to build up contacts with the fleet and, other, and offer assistance to other vessels, so much so that the representatives from Vergon are only too willing to throw their support behind Zarek. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, convicted felons lose their citizenship under Sagittarian penal law, okay. but have it automatically reinstated after they finish serving their sentences. This included the right to vote and to stand for election. And he had served a sentence. Yes, indeedy. The whiteboard on Colonial One shows 47,898 survivors in the fleet which is a net loss of seven since Timey Up, Timey Down, which I think was two episodes ago. Okay. So, old people, maybe. No, that there was uh, a couple pilots that got shot out in the last episode. Oh, yeah. And casualties. And probably Gunman. And Gunman. Because it was right after Gunman yeah, that we saw that. Yeah, yep. You know, maybe some industrial accidents. <laughs> maybe. The controversy surrounding whether Rosalind would shake Zarek's hand intentionally mirrored that at the signing that of the signing of the Oslo Accords in 1993 about whether you, you, why is it making me pronounce so many words Rabin would shake hands with Yasser Arafat I'm just going to oh, skip okay. his first name uh, Zarek's statement to Rosalind I shaved very close this morning in preparation for getting smacked by you is a direct quote from the 1970 movie Patton okay I'm leaving that in. Ron Moore wanted to show life in the fleet away from Galactica, but was opposed to a Planet of the Week format. And Cloud Nine was created as a location within the fleet that could provide a visual environment replicating that of Caprica and the other 12 colonies. The exterior shots on Cloud Nine were filmed at the University of British Columbia in the Rose Garden and in front of the Chan Center for Other Performing Arts. And the quorum meeting was also filmed there. Cool. Inside, I believe. I didn't know that college had a dome over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The end of my fun facts. Cool. Double count. Really? Mm-hmm. You're saying six? Yeah. I'm saying five. Sharon, Sharon, Boomer, six, six, head six. I don't remember Boomer in this episode. She was dancing with. Oh, you're right. Uh, Gata. That is six. Three sixes and three, three Sharons. Yeah. You're right. I forgot about that. Of course I. We didn't see Chief this episode. We didn't. I assume he was dancing with Callie, but we only saw the back of Cal or the back of. Maybe Chief. he wasn't allowed to be there. Because he's a butthead. No, because he has kidding. to, you know... He has to take care of things. Do his work stuff. Maybe yeah. use his shift or something. Yeah, I mean, it's real lucky that there was no Cylon attack during this whole episode, so everyone was able to party. But they can't find them yet. They're having trouble. They don't have any more spy devices active, and so far as we know, they've murdered all of the doubles all that were the on agents. the ship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So as far as they know, they haven't activated any of their other ones. They're trying to find a needle in the haystack. True. I will say it was nice to be in the sunshine in the episode for a while. Yes. Even with all of the 
very poorly thought out water usage. Yeah, God, you guys. During a time of crisis. Yeah. This is no time for games, Starbuck and Apollo. (laughs) Those flowers need their rations. Yeah. (laughs) Think of the flowers. (laughs) That's all I got for you. Well, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at CDoublePod. Uh, if you want to spread the news of the show on Twitter, please hashtag it, hashtag seeing double, and that way we can mm-hmm. check to see and maybe give shout outs for spreading the word. You can email us um, on the internet at with, <laughs> with <laughs> cdoublepodcast at gmail.com. Yep, we can get the emails on the internet. <laughs> I just didn't want to say at, C-double at, you know? Uh-huh. So, yeah. <laughs> so, that stumbled. Sorry, I keep squeaking my glasses. That stumbled out of the gate a little bit. You can follow Steph on Twitter. On, sorry, Instagram. Either one. I mean, they're the same. Same okay. username. At For, Steph plus at verb. Steph plus verb. Yep. And until next time. I'm Stephanie Kretz. And I'm Bradford Barth. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye.